Hello and welcome to Sustainability in Progress, an Intertext podcast for organizations looking to create a more sustainable future. Our episode today will cover sustainability and compliance. Joining us is Ed Crow, who is Intertext Director of Risk, Compliance and Assurance. Ed, how are you doing today? Very well, thanks, Seth. Great. So uh, let's kick it off with a little bit about you. So what is your experience in the industry and what do you do with Intertech? Well, I've been with Intertech for about six years now um, and I've been in the in the, the group legal risk and compliance team for that time, albeit I've had some different roles. So when I joined Intertech, um, I initially looked after our products business lines in EMEA um, and a couple of years ago I changed that role to be more group focused. Um, so I'm now based in Cavendish Square in London, headquarters, um, and I'm the group's director of risk, compliance and assurance. So in simple terms of what that means, uh, the risk side of my role is simply uh, engaging with the business and advising on risk to make sure that we're not doing anything too adverse in the services that we're delivering and that the work that we do is done in a controlled manner. Um, obviously, our, our clients and customers expect good quality, defect-free services and with me supporting the business to manage their operational risk. That's that's how we achieve that. Um, on the compliance side of my role, um, obviously that's focused on delivering the group's code of ethics, a document that everybody who works with Intertech is not only familiar with on joining the company, but also is trained against every year. Um, so I run the process that, that manages that training piece, um, which is a big annual exercise each year. Um, and obviously in relation to that, there's a lot of communication that goes with it too. And uh, inevitably, I also head up uh, the investigation and uh, mitigation of breaches of the code as and when it occurs. Um, so that will really mean conducting investigations, looking into why breaches have happened, and then also proposing corrective actions and remedies to hopefully prevent them from happening again. Um, in terms of the structure that I operate in, um, Instec has a group head of legal risk and compliance, who is my boss. Um, he oversees our global compliance program and in each region we have a compliance officer who manages the processes I've described for their area. So I'm working with them on a daily basis, um, either to support them with their work or in turn they're supporting me with things I'm doing. It's quite fluid in that respect. Um, and, and in a nutshell, that's really what I'm doing in my role. Great. So what does an organization's compliance have to do with sustainability? Okay, well, I mean, sort of simply speaking, um, if a company has a has and maintains a robust compliance program, it allows them to demonstrate that they can be trusted fundamentally and also relied upon to take compliance issues seriously. Um, and in terms of sustainability, the key to that is really maintaining long relationships with clients and all the relevant stakeholders. So, so, so giving a company a sustainable future effectively. Um, when I refer to stakeholders, that could mean all sorts of uh, 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 people and bodies, such as customers, as mentioned, is the obvious one, but also regulatory authorities, supply chain partners, and of course the general public as well, particularly when you're accounting for a company's public image and reputation. Um, and I guess to put that in a bit of context in terms of what we might be looking at here going forward is that there's obviously a lot of attention at the moment around climate activism, for example, um, younger generations are clearly heavily involved in that and becoming much more engaged with issues around sustainability. Um, and I think it's important that companies can evolve their compliance programs to be responsive to these emerging, these emerging trends 
and also different ways, modern ways of communicating, because these all have potential areas uh, for reputational exposure um, and good quality compliance programs can mitigate the risks in that arena, but also support a company in achieving its objectives as well with regards to those, those pieces too. So what aspects of compliance do companies need to look out for in order to be more sustainable? Well, I think most modern companies will be very familiar with basic uh, sort of compliance principles and programs. So it would be perfectly common to see things in place such as written policies, the equivalent of a code of ethics or a compliance policy, and then tools around that regarding to training, reporting and general communication. Um, but I think sort of based on the previous points that I was making, our clients are very aware and realising that they probably need to do more in this sector, in this space. And there's obviously a constant drive to display best practice. Um, so in that respect, compliance programmes, I think they need to be responsive to changing and emerging issues. Uh, they need to be reported on clearly through the relevant disclosures. And I think also key is that they're subject to regular internal and external review, independent commentary on the effectiveness of a compliance program is obviously very important for a company to be able to understand what it's doing and that it's doing it well, doing it well, but also to be able to demonstrate to stakeholders that the, that the processes that they have in place are robust and of a good quality. Um, I think companies that are in a position to champion compliance management um, and that recognise from the top of the company that business must be done in the right way and that are also clear about their aims and goals are much more likely to generate stakeholder trust and confidence. I think the opposite to that, so companies that hide issues or manage them poorly or have a, have a, a lack of structure around compliance goals or a lack of a clear process uh, are, are much more likely to experience issues and manage them poorly. Um, so adverse incidents can have a detrimental impact on stakeholder confidence. And the, the impact of that is that it will greatly affect the short, medium and long term sustainability of a company. Um, I think realistically speaking, stakeholders understand that despite robustness and the, the best practice of compliance programmes and policies, there's probably never a way of fully eliminating individual breaches, so ethical breaches, for example. But I think stakeholders are less likely to accept performance from a company that experiences those kind of difficulties, whilst at the same time not having robust systems in place. So again, that speaks very much to the quality of a compliance programme being integral to the reputational sustainability and the corporate sustainability of a company and of our customers. So what types of companies are more susceptible to compliance issues? I think broadly speaking, all companies are exposed to some type of integrity risk. Um, but there are obviously higher risk areas that, that, that make certain certain sectors um, more challenging. Um, I think robust processes are needed across the board, really, whether that's managing ethical compliance, so bribery risks, for example. Obviously, there's a lot of focus these days on workplace conditions and disputes around that and sort of relating to legislation such as the Modern Slavery Act. Um, in terms of a particular area of high risk, I guess, companies that operate supply chains um, can be particularly susceptible to this because obviously supply chain, <laughs> supply chain partners effectively represent the, 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 the parent company whilst operating arm's length from 
central scrutiny and control. So obviously there's a lot more care needed to ensure that compliance processes are, are kind of cascaded down through that supply chain, that they are applicable there, and that obviously they're effective. Um, in terms of some of the kind of more publicised examples of where compliance failures have, have affected certain sectors, I'm, I'm sure people will be familiar with the emission scandals in the automotive industry, um, issues around food labelling and hygiene, and then labour disputes, workplace conditions, that kind of thing, particularly in textile manufacturing in certain parts of the world. So I hope it's kind of obvious that, that good quality compliance programmes are a vital tool in avoiding managing and mitigating these types of reputational exposures. And, and again, to sort of reiterate the point, to contribute towards the long-term sustainability of a business. So how can Intertech help organisations assure compliance and sustainable practices? Well, I think when I outlined my role at the, the start of this conversation, the start of this podcast, um, it's hopefully clear and, and that, that Intertech takes these compliance goals and compliance aims very seriously. Um, compliance is core to what we do as a company. Um, it, it's key to our position in the market as a trusted and reliable service provider. Um, and, and we maintain and operate our own detailed compliance program. Um, it's subject to regular and external review, and it's obviously integral to our identity. Um, I think when you combine that with, uh, I think it's 130 years worth of experience we've got in the assurance sector, and a global presence that allows us to engage with the majority of the world's countries. Um, and combined with the fact that we're deeply involved in our clients' operations already, I think we're therefore brilliantly positioned to be able to advise and assure our clients on true end-to-end -end corporate sustainability compliance. Um, in terms of the new offering that we're providing as part of our sustainability certification, um, we will obviously be here to help our clients verify their principles around ethics and integrity assure the accountability of those principles and, and, and the ownership level that those principles have by senior management. Um, we can obviously review the associated programmes that, that, that sit with these policies and the, the associated tools. Um, and I think also in a world of increasing regulation and scrutiny, it can often be seen that there's a bit of a maze with regards to reporting and disclosure requirements, and obviously we can help our clients manage that process too. Um, I'm not sure whether you want me to go into detail sort of substantively on what the compliance module is made up of with regards to the new certification offering, but, but in short, it's got uh, five components. Um, the first of which is management systems, which is where we would go to a client and evaluate the management systems they have in place with regards to compliance. So we'd look at their policies, we'd look at their procedures, look at their leadership chain, and then things around that, such as risk assessments and corrective action processes, um, and really how they continuously improve with regards to their compliance behaviours and policies. Um, obviously, compliance is heavily focused on ethics and integrity. So one of the standards in this module that we would focus on would be that. Um, we'd be looking at all policies and processes around business ethics, so codes of conduct, anti-bribery, corruption, conflicts of interest, and really ensuring that those policies and processes that are in place are not only best practice, but also really dovetailed and integrated with the long-term sustainability of an organisation. On regulation monitoring, uh, fundamentally we would help assure that our clients are compliant with the relevant laws, regulations and voluntary commitments that they need to adhere to. Um, on the, more of the business side focus part of things, contract management is obviously hugely important. 
not only in terms of making sure that contracts are, are right and offer the correct protections, but that they're also ethical and sustainable and promoting those business practices as well in line with the organisation's compliance policies and goals. And then a point that I've raised a few times, I think, already uh, is, is the value of verification effectively. So independent or third party assurance of a compliance programme. So someone other than the organisation itself saying that the compliance programmes and principles are correct and that they're robust. So that's a very brief run through of what the actual service offering is with regards to the, the compliance module of our new sustainability certification. Um, and I think it's key that sort of you understand that our clients today really are interested in the interrelationship between compliance and sustainability of a business and our new standard brings these together. So hopefully in a, in a very proactive and constructive way, we can support our clients in challenging and evaluating their business practices, certainly including their supply chain as mentioned, um, and that robustly doing this and building the right processes and offering the best level of assurance, um, we support the long-term health of our clients through the sustainability lens. Um, obviously, the world isn't fixed, it's not static and nor is sustainability. So, I mean, we recognise that, that the service offering probably isn't just a, a one-off thing and that we need to commit to supporting our clients through their journey in this area um, to help them stay really at the forefront of best practice on compliance. Um, and I think really just to finish on a, on a final point, in terms of how this integrates with regards to the operations of our clients, um, sustainability, compliance, kind of areas we've discussed will be most effective when I think they're fully integrated within business operations. So they're not just bolted on as a, as, a, as, a, as a mandatory option that businesses have to comply with, but that it's actually embedded with the culture um, of, our, of our clients and the ethical business practices are something that a company can be proud about and want to advertise and publicize. Um, and I think doing it in that way means that all stakeholders can, can share in this. Um, and it will help focus our customers' leadership on their industries by demonstrating the success of that while they're doing business the right way, it also drives a culture of integrity and compliance that is that's really a part of everyday business rather than something that is just reviewed on a periodic basis. Thanks, Ed. Uh, thank you for listening to uh, Total Sustainability in Progress. If you would like to learn more about sustainability and compliance, please visit our website and follow us on our social media channels. Links for all of these will be in the, in the description of this podcast. Thanks again.